What's the most important resource that you have? If you really thought about this deeply, I think you'd come to the same conclusion that Joey and I did. It's time. In our newest book, What's Without Wall Street, The Three Steps to Financial Freedom Through Passive Income, we talk about how are we tracking that time? Well, what is the thing that we can do to get more of that time back? That's right. If you've ever been listening to our podcast and thought, man, it would be amazing if I could take all the things that you guys have learned over the last 10 years and just summarize them, put them in some way to easily digest them and take action, that's what this book is all about. You're not going to want to miss it. Go to wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash new book and get your copy today. In this episode, we're going to break down for you 14 different passive income ideas that we've used to make over $34,000 in the month of January. And we're going to tell you all the little secrets behind it. Joey, this episode is important. Why? Because at the end of the day, what you track grows and what you track and report on grows exponentially. It, that's really at the baseline is we want to be a model that you can follow as you are on your own personal journey to passive income. And so in it, 2020, we started with just as little as $2,447.52. Don't forget the 52 cents. <laughs> but we have grown to now we're this month showing $34,000 in passive income. Yeah. If you're interested to know how we went from 2400 to over 34000 we're going to break it down with sharing the 14 different strategies that we're using. Also, we're going to talk about the mindset, the money, the mastery, the masterminds, all the things it took for us to figure this out, and then how we did it. How did we implement this passive income into our lives? So we took active income and we turned it into passive income. We're going to show you all the results and all the how-tos right now. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast, your guide to understanding how to get out of the Wall Street rat race and start your own mailbox money lifestyle. Now, don't let these handsome Southern draws fool you. These financial minds are teaching our country to enhance savings, increase cash flow, and create passive income, all without the help of Wall Street. Are you ready to break through? Now, here are your hosts, Russ Morgan and Joey Murray. Okay, Stallion, let's break down the 14 different passive income ideas that we've used so far to get us uh, the passive income coming in. All right. So number one on the list, land investing. If you're interested, go to thelandgeek.com to learn more about that. Short-term rentals, Bitcoin mining, syndications. And we have them in all shapes and sizes. We can get into that in just a minute. Long-term rentals, like a, this is just a single-family condo, um, courses, affiliate marketing, e-commerce, an ice machine, YouTube, or some people would say ad revenue, Turo, RV rentals, a content website, and private lending. Woo, man, there's a lot of different ways. And is this a... Is this the end? Is there like any more ideas out there? Somebody's listening that says there's 14 different passive income ideas that you guys are implementing. How many more are there? Oh my gosh. It, it's endless. I mean, we're literally talking to somebody today that didn't make the cut. I mean, but it was still a great idea, right? You and I were still like, man, this is a good idea. It just doesn't give us cash flow immediately. 
And I think there's there's lessons we can talk about with that. But the thing you left out, Russ, is that these are 14 ideas, but they've created 21 different streams of income for us. Mm, that's right. Like, so just once you figure out maybe one of these, you can actually kind of spider off and create multiple streams from one idea. And, you know, that's a whole other episode. But, you know, just want to don't leave that part out. No, I think that's a great point. I, I think here's the key is that whenever we're trying to break down these 14 different strategies, and it, it would take us a lot longer than we have for this podcast episode for you. But I want you to know that like each one of these strategies comes with very specific criteria, right? You need to have a specific mindset, or we like to refer to it as your investor DNA that helps with the motivation of what you're doing. Right. When we get aligned with the things that we're investing in, it actually connects with who we are. We'll be way more motivated to put way more money into the deal because that's really the second point. Right. How much money does it take to put into each one of these strategies? And sometimes it's a little money up front and then there's kind of like chipping in, chipping in, chipping in. It really, that's more like your hundred unicorn strategy, Joey, because it never pays out. So you have to keep putting in to keep the bank account from having insufficient funds. The, the third thing in there is that sometimes we need some level of mastery, right? We need to understand the mechanics behind the deal. You have to have the moxie, if you will, first day with this M process here, is that we need to understand, we need to have some level of understanding about the deal. And the more understanding we have, maybe the more money we can make. And then when we don't have that, we need to be surrounded by other people. And one of the ways that we do that is through masterminds, right? We get, we're able to get in rooms with people who have the skill sets and the capabilities that we don't possess. We can hear their ideas. So like today, it was just Joey and I listened to this one deal. Typically what we would have done is we would have pitched that deal uh, into the mastermind and let those guys like sharks chew it up, right? Let, let them tell us all the reasons why it's good or bad so that then we can have other people's experiences and understandings to help us better see deals. Cause that's a lot of times people ask me like, Russ, how have you guys built up to 21 different streams of passive income. And it's like, man, it's just being in those rooms, being in a room with people who are showing you um, opportunities and helping you break down those opportunities really makes sense. So Joey, if we're going to break down these opportunities, it's going through these. Let's talk about the land investing, man. How does land investing work? How have, how have we built it up to where it's actually producing over $21,000 net to us a month? Well, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of different ways to invest in land. And it could be that you're just starting out and you don't have a ton of money, but you want to get going with something and you're willing to put in more time than you do have money. And there's people that will be um, sending out mailers, right, to places and obtaining the front end of that deal where they're getting a seller to sell them a piece of raw land at 20 to 30 cents on the dollar. Now, what that gives you is the second step in land investing is you have to now find a buyer. Well, because you're buying at such a cheap rate, right? 20 to 30 cents on the dollar, you can actually afford to, to focus on two different types of buyers. And I'm, I'm sharing this for a reason because there are some investors that would love to take that raw land and send, sell it to just another investor at a slight markup. And when I say slight, we're talking like 100% return. Like I buy a piece of land for 2000, I can sell it to an investor for 4000 and that that investor could go to the retail market and sell it for 8 to 10000 
based on the end buyer owner financing that property. And again, I share this because even my daughter, who's 17, has found her niche to be buying from an investor and then going to the retail market and selling on terms. That's been her niche. It saves her a ton of time. And she, so she doesn't have to get involved in the mailers and all the details. She just goes and finds the property she really likes. She turns around. This happened literally this week. She turned around, put it in an email and said, hey guys, if you're interested in this property that I haven't even bought yet, put a reservation and put the link in the email. Boom, somebody hits the link and they're like, yes, I wanna buy it. So then what do you think she did? She went to the investor and said, I'll take the link. I've already got another buyer. But it took her all of about 10 minutes to create another 200, 300, $400 a month in passive income just from sending an email. That doesn't happen overnight, but that's the process. All right, so I'm going to break that down. We said there was four M's to this. Let's break down that specific scenario. Mindset. What is her motivation? Why is she doing this? Well, she's 17. She's about to graduate high school, and she says, man, I'd love to have a passive business that can actually allow me the freedom to go and be an artist. She loves to do art. And in fact, we were at the beach last week, and she was doing art on the beach, and she still had passive income coming in from all the land notes that she's been able to sell over the last two years. So she's motivated to not go to college because that's not the, not where she sees herself in the future. So she's like, if I'm not going to do that, I have to learn a skill, right? I have to have mastery. Exactly. So you just talked about the mastery of understanding how to buy and sell it, but then also even taking it to a new level to where she's before she's even buying it, she's selling it. Like that, there's some mechanics that she learned around that. How much money does it take to get in that deal? Well, it, it does depend because there's some cases where people are buying with cash. And so let's say you want to get in and you want to buy five pieces of property. There are properties as low as three to $500 that you can buy. And then there are properties that are in the 10 to 20,000 and above realm. So it kind of depends on what your target is and what your end goal is. In her case, she's in high school. She doesn't have a ton of money, but she was able to, we were able to borrow against her life insurance policy that started six, seven years ago. And she was able to use that money to do it. I would say all in, she's probably had to have less than $10,000 invested and it's created, uh, you know, over $1,500 a month in passive income. And by the way, as you're, if you're not watching this, just right down the road, Joey and I up to this point have put up $400,000 in a lead flipping business. And currently it's producing $30,000 gross, $21,000 a month. So if you're doing the math at home, that's, that's pretty good return, right? You take 21,000 times 12 stallion, that equals 252,000. And if you wanted to say, what's the return on cash there? You just divide that into your 400. And so now you got a 63% return on investment that's happening annually because those notes are coming in every single month and we're just reoccurring because we're taking that revenue and, and rolling. It's not a, not a bad strategy. So you try to figure out, okay, the mindset, what's the motivation to to do this, what is the, how much money does it take to get in the deal? And then what do I need to know? How do I, how do I learn this? And, and for some people, they, they go and they do courses, right? They have That's to right. learn how to do this by learning what other people do. Some people get in masterminds like you and I did. We got a mastermind with the guy who 
has already built all of this. And then we started investing through him. That kind of leads us into another strategy, right? When we talk about syndications, syndications is a place where somebody has maybe taken an investment and they've parsed it out in a way that you and me can invest in that deal without having to be involved. Super passive in that regard, right? Exactly. And we're looking on our, our list here of 21 different strategies in which you can build passive income. And we have multiple that are in the syndication space, right? Out of, out of the 14 different ideas, we have six or seven of the different streams of income that are either current or about to happen are in the syndication space. How did we choose? Like what was going through those M's? How did we choose? Like, why was that important for, uh, for that? And talk about how much we had to invest and what sort of mastery does it take for that? Well, I, I'm going to refer at the beginning of your question as to why a lot of, we had to do is we had to define a buy box, right? What is it that we are looking for to create? And one of those main things is, man, we need to see some cash flow pretty soon, right? Less than six months is, is ideal. Up to 12 months, yeah, we're going to probably, you know, ask some more questions. But roughly within six months, we want to start seeing some cash flow. And, and then a lot of it, I'm going to go back to your point on the mastermind. If you want to vastly deep, decrease the time it takes to become the investor that you know you want to become, a mastermind, that we're, we're trying to throw out as many M's as possible in today's episode. So we put two in the same word, right? Like that's pretty, that's pretty strong. But a mastermind is literally taking the full experience of the room and applying it to one deal and hearing all of the insights. Because we don't just say, hey, is this a good deal or bad deal? It's why is this good or bad for you? So, so to give someone an huge. insight to that, so let, let's just talk about, you know, on this list, as far as syndications, we, we've invested in uh, ATMs, we've invested in a Bitcoin mining fund, we're uh, in a note fund, we invested in self-storage, mobile home parks, multifamily, uh, oil and gas, right? I, I'm sure I'm missing something on this list that I'm not seeing here. Take one of those deals and talk about what it would sound like in a mastermind. Like how how do I get other insights? Okay, so for instance, let's let's just use one of these recent ones that we just invested in, okay? The mobile home park. This is with Cultivate Collective. Um, Bryce Robertson is a member of our mastermind and somebody that we've known now for several years. And, and that's something that's critical. How long have you known this person? How long have you known the people around that person? How many people do you know that have invested with that person? And what's their track record? These are things that you gather in a very short amount of time in a mastermind. But let's just take that, for instance, a mobile home park. What, are, what do you like about it, Russ? Let's just tell me on a scale of one to 10, what do you think is valuable about us investing in a mobile home park? What I like about the mobile home park space is that it tends to be at the bottom of the list, meaning like somebody who's in a luxury home loses, loses their job, moves into a lower level home. A person who's in a lower level home who loses their job, moves into an apartment. A person who's in an apartment who loses their job, they move into a mobile home park, right? Uh, and then that person moves into self-storage and that person moves to the street. So like I've tried to get to the lowest level I, I think, you know, like it's fall, 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 and there's multiple levels. So what do I like about it is in bad markets, sometimes they say that these are 
recession resistant or whatever, it's ultimately because there's always someone to come to it. There's people above it who might fall into that level. And I'm not making jokes there. Like my mother, you know, whenever she had to go back to college, when uh, her and my father divorced and she's a single mom making no money, needed to go to college for the to get her degree and had one year left, she moved into a mobile home park with my sister and I, right? And like we lived in a trailer for a year. Yeah, I'm in Alabama. That's more common than, than not. But yeah, so I get it. Like, you know, she was on food stamps, man. Like, I get it. Like, that was the place where we fell down, house, apartment, mobile home park, just like that. So I, I like it because it's safe in regards to that. What else do I like about it? I like the fact that I've got to know this operator. And disclosure here, we're not telling you to invest in any of these operators, do all your own due diligence, your own research. But for us, like knowing the operator, having a little more understanding of what their capability are, uh, are what their track record has been, I felt good about. That was a plus. Plus in the, the fact that I thought it was recession resistant, the economy I didn't believe would uh, mess it up. I like the operator in the deal. And what else did I like? I, I like that it cash flows quickly. Exactly. Th those are all those are all pros in my book. So when I when I put this on the list, I'm gonna say this is a nine or ten. It's not super sexy, right? Like you're not gonna go. Um, I'm not gonna take the kids by whatever the mobile home park is to say, hey, by the way, you know, there's where we are. Probably don't want to do that because there's maybe some stuff there I don't want them to see. But outside of that. I think it's a lot of pros in it. If you've listened to our show for any length of time, you've heard us talk about infinite banking and how we were able to use that concept to create over $50,000 a month in passive income. But it's just not that easy to figure out how does this all connect into my own personal system? Stallion, that's why we created the passive income operating system, bro. It shows you how to turn active income into passive income it makes all the steps come together if you would like to get access to it as a podcast listener we've never given this away in public before go to what's what wall street.com forward slash p-i-o-s there was nothing worse than walking into class when you're in school and the teacher saying pop quiz day why because you were unprepared are you unprepared though for financial freedom don't be. Find out how close you are by taking our 30-second quiz at wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash quiz. Well, and I'll add this. In this particular deal, just so you know, there was three different sites all within the same metro area of South Carolina that we got to invest in all at the same time. I like that. Number one, there was one of them that needed to be built up, like it didn't have all the spots rented. And the other ones did, so that it was able to offset and create income immediately. The second thing that was kind of a hidden gem, but wasn't even actually included in the deal, like the projections, was there's some self-storage on site at some of these locations that had just really not been optimized or used. And so now they're able to add an additional revenue stream outside of just the mobile home park. So there's some hidden things about the deal that actually made it even sweeter um, than just what you see on the performance. So as I was doing due diligence, those were some things I uncovered and really loved that, uh, that particular fund to be involved with. But here's what I love about a mastermind. It also allows you to have somebody else to say, man, that is a one out of 10 on my book. And you're like, tell me why. And they say, well, from a tax perspective, right? You're going to have a lot less depreciation available to you 
because of just the, the, you know, the value of the properties, right? There's, you know, the bigger, you know, there's a, maybe a little less leverage in it because these deals tend to be smaller, right? If I want to get into a big, huge commercial project or a big, huge multifamily project, I can get a lot more money in the deal. It seems like most of these mobile home parks, there's just so few of these deals around that I can only get in maybe a hundred or 200 grand in the deal versus if I have big money and I want to put in a million, two million, I have a lot bigger opportunity. So you can hear different perspectives from people as they're talking about uh, the different deals and maybe their experience. Like, hey, I've been in one of these parks, right? If the operations team fails, right? Like you get a lot of these deals are cash. And you know that people are walking across the street from the mobile home park and giving cash to the guy at the Wells Fargo across the street. And he doesn't really have great accounting on this, right? The operation team has to be spot on and keeping up with this. Oh man, they, this one actually was running a brothel ad on it. Like, you know, this place is going to get shut down and like, you know, 20 of the units are going to be in a mess. That kind of stuff, you know, people will bring that up. They'll have prior experience from something that they can say, here's my experience. And so there's reasons why people get in and don't get in the different deals. And for some of us, like this is the first experience we have and we get excited because Joey said something cool and you're like, all right, let's do it. But you need someone else that, that can help offset that excitement, can give you a different perspective that will allow you to be able to truly start to weigh, is this worth my money? Because every time we make an investment, the biggest objective is not return on the investment, it's return of the investment. We got several deals out there. We're not getting any return of the investment. <laughs> we got so excited on the return on it, and we're not getting return of it. All right, so let's go to another one on the list. So we talked about um, syndications. We, we talked about land investing. Uh, let's break down in, into a different space. One of the, the the newest investments you've made is getting into the content site stuff. What does that even mean, Joey? What was the motivation? Talk about the money that it took to get involved in it. And how are you guys handling the mastery around that? Well, uh, great, great point. Um, first and foremost, uh, we met an expert. I think that that is is critical. It's it opens your eyes. It exposes you to something that you never knew existed. In this case, is Sophie Howard. You've heard her on our podcast. Um, she's got an online course that I highly recommend that Russ and I and our our daughters all went through called Freedom Navigator. We'll we'll link up in the show notes, a, a place for you to go to get access to that. At, actually, it's wealthwithoutwallstreet.com forward slash freedom navigator. And man, what a great course to teach you how to buy a content website. We're talking about blogs, newsletters, things of this nature that actually create affiliate links that people buy products and then you get paid on. Well, as that we were going through different things with our daughters, as you know, we, we have older daughters, they're interested in this, but they all have a different way that they see the world. God has made them uniquely in a specific way. And as I told you, my oldest does the land flipping, but my 15 year old was looking for her strategy. And so as we looked at her investor DNA, we realized she really wants to be more behind the scenes than she wants to be in a sales specific type of role. And so this affiliate marketing, this um, creating a blog and actually looking for ways to you know, monetize that was super interesting to her. And she got really deep into this. So the motivation was, let's find something for my daughter. Well, the money in it 
we went to her life insurance policy. Shocker, that's the place where we invest from, right? And we said, hey, you know what? There's there's like 20 grand in this policy. Why don't we use that as our budget for a site that we want to buy? And so she started looking and through the course, she determined, hey, there's some. these are some top 10 type of blogs that I'd be interested in. One is earthlygo.com, which we just were able to purchase for 16,000. And in that, it creates over almost like $2,000 a month in affiliate commissions. Yeah, I mean, it's shocking. It is already producing that kind of money. And it really takes very little time, very little effort, as long as you know what you're doing. And so she's been able to take a WordPress course. She's been able to go through the online Freedom Navigator course. And through that, she now has an asset that will continue to produce for her. And she'll be able to add, you know, she's already talking about how she wants to change the colors and she wants to make it prettier and she wants to add beauty products to the website. It's super exciting. Um, but at the end of the day, it's uh, the motivation and the money. It really has turned out to be a great place for her to, to be a part of this. So as we're wrapping this episode up, right, there's, there's, Lots and lots of different ideas. We're sharing with you 14 passive income ideas today. Uh, on our list, we have 21 different places in which we've invested over the last four years that are starting to produce passive income. Some of them, if you're looking on it live at the bottom, you see, man, we've made a lot of investment over the last year. We, we've put in uh, $550,000 almost in the last two and a half months into this. So it was an effort. If you remember, we said last month on our, our episode, our goal uh, this year was to grow our passive income 25%. Well, we're putting our money where our mouth is. We're in order to create passive income, right? You have to get, either get active, right? Where you start to make more money. So then you can get involved in the business, learn a business, then start creating passive income, or you have to take active income and turn it into passive income. And so we're taking assets that we have and are investing those assets into uh, to create passive income streams this year so we can keep increasing this. Uh, if you're following along at home, some of you wanted to know, hey, what was the results of this? Well, up and through the end of last year, before we had made those last investments, we had invested a little over $1.1 million, and all of last year we created $569,000 in passive income for last year alone. So what's the math on that? It's like 48% return. On, on our investment, right? This year now with these new investments, we're up to almost 1.8 million investments and we're looking to see how high can we grow this passive income. We show this just to, to give you a pass, just to show you what's possible, right? None of these ideas that we're doing means that you should do them. It means that you should learn who you are as an investor. It means you should learn the different opportunities. It means you need to get in the right rooms with people to have access to this sort of stuff, to have the the knowledge base that other other people have, because maybe you don't possess it. You got to get the reps. The reps are what's going to give you the success opportunities around this. So Stallion, thank you for for being open, sharing this with the with the group. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please share it with somebody else. It also, just post this on social media. Like this is the kind of stuff when you're like, man, this is what I, I'm really excited about learning more about. Just screenshot it for us and, and post it uh, and tag us on, on social media so we know that you want us to create more content just like this. Have an amazing day. 
This has been the Wealth Without Wall Street podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show to break free of the Wall Street mindset and begin building wealth on your own terms in places you understand so that your wealth will never run dry. See you next episode.